0: This episode of A Hero's Journey podcast is brought to you by JPS Computers out of Oregon, SP Inc., right here in Las Vegas, and Rock Rage Radio listeners out there. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. I want I to want shout out, actually, to True Beauty by Trev Trevor. True, True Beauty by Trevor. I can't even talk today, but um, I want to thank him for everything that he's done for us. Um, my name is Brian, and behind the camera running this show... Is Chase the voice? Uh, Thank you, sir. Yes. This is an episode of a Hero's Journey podcast. And a Hero's Journey podcast is just a reminder that each and every one of you wakes up the hero of your own story. What are you going to do? What's the hustle today? What is it that you're going to do to outdo, I don't know, yourself from yesterday? And just remember, like, you're the CEO of of you. So uh, today, I have, I got a funny guy. Like, I sat across from at the table. And if I want to get him going, all I have to do is say, Tom Brady sucks, and we're on fire. It's like, it's a fire thing, but from Rhode Island, uh, he's a comedian, Uh, this guy is funny, and I'm probably going to have to put subtitles underneath this, (laughs) just so you guys can understand him. But, um, Brad Pierce, everybody. What's up, dude?
1: Oh, thank you for having me. This yes. is, this is awesome. Uh, I love the studio. I, I'm fascinated by all the Elvis stuff, <laughs> they, like everywhere. Like Elvis, like this looks like he would, Elvis might be nude inside here. You, you strike me more of as like a Motley crew kind no, of guy. Man, like I didn't look yeah. at you like this guy no. loves Elvis. Yeah. Ah, you. that is not the vibe. Uh, I would have guessed, but apparently you love this. I'm not
0: a Motley Crue fan. Like, I'm I'm not a Motley. They, ACDC. Mm, mm, ACDC. I mean, you have to love ACDC because they're they're legendary.
1: I'm just picking but, stereotypical hey, yeah, groups exactly. that I feel like match your look.
0: Nah, dude. Well, you heard the intro. That's me. Yeah.
1: I yeah. Sound, I know it's it's much uh kinder than I expected. Yeah. Exactly. And you're you seem like a, such a we only hung out one night, but like yeah. you seem like a much uh gentler soul like you look like a guy who would like smash a bear can over my face but you're like the sweetest dude you're like hey how you doing and i'm like oh thank you for not punching me in the face uh so yeah you can't judge a book by its cover you you cannot
0: and i actually wrote a song about that uh as well but i'm an elvis fan but here's the thing my band is called elvis monroe right it's it's you know two icons and um what's crazy is i didn't buy any of this All these are gifts from fans. Oh, that's awesome. And so on my birthday, it just seems like I get everything Elvis all the time. People find this is just right out of the Sunday paper. You know, someone will see that at a stand and buy it and mail it to me. And You have nice fans. I don't have
1: fans, but if you guys want to send me uh, Tom Brady signed footballs, (laughs) my birthday is August 6th uh feel free any tom brady uh stuff we appreciate it julian edelman gronk send gronk to my house uh we'll have a drink uh, i'm looking at this camera it's driving me nuts because i haven't slept in three days i need a haircut i need a shave i feel like vegas just kicked me in the mouth like i i swear i looked better than this three days ago but i haven't slept you can't well you can't nope. sleep in this town it's literally impossible we were up till three
0: the other night when we met yeah you came walking in after a gig. We were at Brett Ern I was at Brett Ernst's show. Yeah. And you come walking in and we sat out there to tell you about fell asleep at the table. Yeah, he did
1: the same thing to me last night. Really? Because once he talks, he doesn't stop. No. The dude does not stop. He's like a one-man podcast and I'm just like <laughs> and I'm just like last night. I'm just like <laughs> And he and he just keeps like, Brad, you're doing everything wrong in comedy. Here's what you got gonna do. You gotta do this. Let me tell you how it works. Let's talk like everything. He knows the whole. He's telling you how everything works. How football works. How comedy works. How show business works. Politics. How Italians cook meat meatballs. Whatever. Like he just and like you're just like uh huh uh huh. And I'm like, yeah, but Brett, what about this? No, no, hear me out. So, and then it's like, next thing you know, it's five in the fucking morning. I'm like, how are you not tired, dude? You're 51 years old. I don't know. He's on Ritalin, a Coke. Or, I don't know what he does because he's like, I don't drink anymore. He doesn't drink. And the thing was, he said when he gets off the stage, he's just wired. Yeah, me he's too like, for like a half hour, not <laughs> seven straight hours. Eventually, I wind down.
0: And When I first met him, I told you. You said, how'd you guys meet? I said, at a club. He calls mm-hmm. me up to the table, and we, our girls are sitting there talking, and I said goodbye, and the next thing you know, uh, it's four thirty in the morning, and yeah, yeah. I, I had said goodbye three times. Yeah,
1: and those and are probably the only words you got in in the conversation. That's true. Yeah. Man, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm dragging ass, man. I barely slept since I got here. Jay
0: Z walks in and goes, "This, this is on camera." Like,
1: wait, I was wait, like, oh. wait a minute, wait, a minute. what, what? what? Well, Look, I'm not a guy who like, uh, I'm no uh, pretty boy uh, GQ over here. I I don't really care. I wear a T-shirt and jeans every day, but I'm looking in the, in the camera and I look like the fucking Wolfman. Like, I I look like shit right now. And I do podcasts at home that someone shoots with, like, an iPhone 2. And it's, like, behind the funny. You can't even see, like, that's a human sitting there. So this is, like, a nice studio. It's very purple. Like, this is, I feel like I'm doing Grimace's podcast. Like, yes. I don't... I,
0: we pick the color every day. Today, I walked in and said, "You know what? Chase, let's make this purple." Sometimes it's red on the bottom, blue on okay. top. I change it up. Well, it matches every my day. T-shirt, so it that's does. Appropriate. we're shouting out to the comedy comedy bus, bus baby, in Providence.
1: Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, so that's appropriate. You,
0: so you got it. I, when I met you, I was like, I go one of my one of my closest friends. He's like a brother to me. Is Chuck Capello, Capello Heavy Transport in Boston, Shrewsbury, mm-hmm. Mass. Right, mm-hmm. and he gives me this because I always. I always dig how you guys talk, but you don't oh, talk yeah. like
1: this. It's, but it's, it's similar.
0: Very similar. Mm-hmm. You were telling me. And I make people read this every now and then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, It would be honestly easier for me to read it if you just spelt it the right way and I just talk normal. <laughs> I know. It's, the H is fucking with <laughs> my head. Uh can we swear on this thing? I don't yes, know. You can. Is this yes, going you on? Can. This isn't going on lifetime or no, anything like no, that? No, no,
0: you're good. It's not on Bravo. No, it's, it's
1: not. That, We're no. right after the view. It's just me <laughs> and you in a purple room. Yeah.
0: Dude, if he was here, I'd have him on the show. We wouldn't get anything done. We wouldn't talk about anything, but I'd have him on the show. So, so did you grow up there? Did you grow up in Rhode Island? Yeah, Rhode Island yeah. my
1: whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being a comedian, how long have you been doing this? Uh you know, it's it's somewhere in the 10. Uh, somewhere around ten years. Okay. I get confused. COVID, like, oh, subtract yeah. time, Come and on. I, I, don't, I'm gonna, I just call it ten. I don't know exactly. Yeah, about so, ten. So eight
0: years of doing it, and ten years of just trying to do comedy over the internet.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Oh my God, Zoom shows. I got hired. It was like I forgot the name of the company, small company, and I'm just sitting there in my pajamas, just like <laughs> shitting on these employees. And, like, it's weird because they're like, do we laugh? Do you see people's kids in the background? There's dogs. And I'm like, I don't even know what to talk. I don't want to do a bit. I'm sitting on my laptop. Like, right. I don't want to. It sucked. Isn't that it was weird? the worst.
0: It's weird. It's weird. We we did shows. We did shows. Um, And I did a special for Hawaii. And we performed it. We weren't even all in the same room. My bandmates so were all crazy. over the country. And we all linked up. And performed that way, and it was it ended up on a special for
1: Hawaii,
0: but it was weird. I'm just yeah. sitting there with my iPhone watching the screen singing to, along to what they were playing It's
1: so weird it was, it was, it was so crazy. depressing yeah. yeah
0: it was that was a tough time
1: yeah but, I, I looked exactly like this during <laughs> that time that's exactly how I looked for for the two years that went on
0: so the kind of comedy that you do um oh by the way, how to go last night
1: with Brad? <sighs> God. i don't know um i don't know you don't know Well there were some things about it, it the audience see as a comic you're not supposed to blame the audience right 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 right. that audience sucked though they were like very low energy really like low energy it's like home at a night like on they were Wednesday? like on life support and <laughs> so it was okay i had some fun uh I was busting uh, Brett's balls afterwards because I'm like, before I get on, because he knows I do crowd work, and she said, right. don't. He goes, don't get him too riled up. It's Vegas; they get nuts. I'm like, dude, too riled up. Like, I'm just trying to keep these people falling asleep. <laughs> and like, I felt like shit. But then, like, I watched his set, and they weren't super energetic for him either. Right, so I was like, all right, yeah, now okay. it'll feel. But they would laugh and shit. They weren't the worst audience. Okay. But I would a- a- appreciate a little more energy since I'm barely ever here, and I right. get to do once in a while. I get to do something like that in Vegas. So I was hoping for more. And I, I don't know. I'm always, I don't know. Pretty much any set. There's going to be things that I'm like, oh, I like this, or I like what I said that. Oh, I shouldn't like I. I wish I'd changed this or whatever. I know more. I'm never content, you know. I'm always like I could have done better. You well, know, what I mean? that's
0: the goal though. Yeah. After every show, we're on to, when we're on tour, we get on the bus and we're on the high for a little while, and we're rolling down the road, and then we all gather in the center and talk about the best parts of the night, yeah. and then we talk about okay, what can we improve on? Yeah. Tomorrow for tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, like even the banter between the songs or. You know, my ears went out and blah blah blah. Whatever it was, whatever technical problems, whatever we can do, we want to outdo yesterday or today. Yeah. We want to do that tomorrow. Yeah. So that's the goal, man. That's that's what we got to do.
1: But did you always know you're going to be a comedian? So uh, no, uh, you know people will ask, ask me like, do you like? Did you think were you a funny kid? Or what? I don't. I don't know. I knew I didn't want to work. That for right. sure. I always knew <laughs> I don't ever want a job. That I knew for sure. Um, And I was always uh, extroverted. I know a lot of comics are introverted. Right. Um, I think that's why the way I do my act is very, I like to talk with the audience and to the audience instead of at them. Right. Because I just, I'm an extroverted person. So, um, and then after high school, like I had no direction. Like my older brothers, great students, always had direction, always had good jobs, like just went into school, went to college, the regular thing, and I was the black sheep. And uh, I had started, uh, the first thing I did was I started a public access show. So I was like Wayne's World back then. Like that was, my life was like that. And and that was like pre-YouTube and pre-Facebook. Like I was like, uh, we'd see these stupid public access shows. And I was a buddy of mine, Steve, at the time, I, we would always joke around he's a funny dude he could do a lot of uh, voices and shit okay. imitations I, I I cannot I can only talk like an idiot that's all I can do <laughs> uh, but I was like hey we should do a show uh, and he's like I'll do that and uh, so we started this sh- public access show called the golden Mike, which is why I have this huge laughing golden mic on my arm oh wow um, okay so that's where I started and I would do some man on the street interviews we would do little stupid sketches and phony commercials and stuff and um, so Is any that's, of that on the internet now, some so I could dig up some like old yeah. old clips. Yeah, oh, for cool, sure. Cool. Cool. So then that kind of progressed, uh, and pretty early on, like in my early twenties, I knew I wanted to do stand up, but I was a, a bitch about it. I kept, oh, you know, maybe, or and then I would be like, oh, I gotta wait. I'm gonna, I don't know, but 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 I would make a lot of excuses. Right. So. I did that show, and then YouTube comes along. I would do things on YouTube and everything, but uh, always knew deep down, I want to fucking do stand-up. It was actually a college professor of mine. I got, rest in peace, uh, Professor Tip, he passed away a couple of years ago, but he, uh, he told me one day, it was script writing class, and uh, we were talking about comedy, and he's like, why don't you do stand-up? And I just, I don't even remember what I said. I rattled off a bunch of excuses. And he's like, ah, that's all bullshit. You're just afraid. That's it. That's the only thing.
0: When was the day? When was the day that you said, okay, I'm going to go do this?
1: Okay, so after, so, so yeah, I was driving yeah, home going. that day and I'm like, I'm like, man, that guy's right. Fucking guy's right. The sad part of this story is when I started stand-up, I reached out to him and found out he had recently passed. Oh. So I never got to tell him, dude, you're right, but I'm doing it now. It always breaks my heart because like I needed that he guy knows. to tell me like you're being a pussy basically right so my buddy ed wiley he's a comedian down in georgia he started uh maybe a year before me he would call me all the time dude you gotta just stand up he was doing it and he's like this is for you this is for you and i again i was like ah maybe he called uh, a local comedy club and put me on like an open mic showcase thing like signed up under my name calls me and says hey you're, you're signed up for for sunday whatever it was a month away i thank him all the time really if it wasn't for him yeah i would have probably never done it. i'd probably yeah. still be working at the fucking hotel that i hated that job so i needed that push you know right. sometimes in life you need a push and uh and you know it was it was tough to figure out my voice my act and everything but I, i'm so thankful that ed pushed me and um I'm thankful for my wife. Was always supportive of me being a, a nutcase. She's another one. It's like super successful, great student, wicked hard worker. Not la- not a lazy bone in her body. And I I don't know why the fuck she ended up with me, but but she was always <laughs> supportive that. of the yeah. arts, like the, the the film and the comedy. The she's always like you should do stand up. But she's been like super supportive of me. So people like her and uh, you know my brother Jay and stuff. When I when I was going through that rut of like knowing what I wanted to do, but. But wasn't doing it like they they pushed me, and I'm very thankful for that.
0: That's awesome. It it takes a certain he, chase is a is an opera singer, so he's an artist as well. I, he and struck me as an y- opera singer. Know? Yeah,
1: I took one look at that dude, and I said, I bet that guy wears a Viking helmet and belts out some opera.
2: You nailed it. That was, that was exactly it. right. Like he yeah. would, he looks more into Moby.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's that it takes a certain type of person to do what we do as artists mm-hmm. and we talked about it that night until what three in the morning and that's what we were getting at everybody was talking about this this even the way we have to approach stuff here we are artists everybody's in bed you know they're it, rem sleeping and mm-hmm. we're up talking about our art yeah and what we do and you know when we get to do it next and
1: you can't shut it off
2: no
0: and 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 I watched uh, Brett look at you and go, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And you're like, "I think I got some shitty gig," jokingly. And yeah, then which he, not which
1: is true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it, yeah. and he's like, he's like, "Come do you know ten fifteen minutes in front of my show," and you're like, "Done." And yeah. I'm like, I watched that happen, and that's what's really cool. And yeah. he, then we're walking out, and he goes, "That guy's a beast. He's oh, a beast." That's, that's right. I'm so very I'm you.
1: very uh, thankful for that, and like appreciate him. Um, yeah, giving me opportunities, right. encouraging me, and stuff like that. Because he's, you know, he's much further along in his career, and uh, I, yeah, he's he's a cool guy, and um, you never know what to expect. The first time I worked with him, you know, I'm in, I'm in a I do I work with a lot of guys right. on television and shit like that, so. I'm like going open for him. I'm like, this guy's probably a fucking douche. You know right. what I mean? I'm looking at his picture with his gold chain, and he, he looked like some kind of like Italian rapper on this image on this flyer we had. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's gonna be a fucking douche. So I totally went in with like a negative attitude. Like, right. like I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm Brad. But in my head, I'm thinking this guy's gonna be cocky and shit. He was super nice. Uh, yeah. real nice dude. So I thanks for telling me. That. I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate. And I guarantee
0: that. he was backstage watching your set because yeah. that's what he does. When I yeah. when I go back there early, he sits and watches the the opening acts. That's he really makes cool. Sure that he sits and pays attention, mm. and and he'll turn it up whatever because there's a TV back yeah. there, and he's mm-hmm. he's you know listening and paying attention, which is really. That's awesome. Yeah, it's because, very,
1: very cool of him. I yeah. really, I'm very appreciative of yeah. that. You know, it's not everybody's like that. So no, when they're you not. meet people like that, you appreciate them.
0: But, and, but the thing is, he knows, because uh, we were running in the same circles and he talks about playing the store, the comedy store, you know, in, mm. in LA and having to roll in, in in the morning and grab a ticket and hope that you get, you know, a slot that night and then go do your job and then come that's back crazy. later that's crazy. just to get a gig. But, you don't understand what we have to go through. I said this. I, I I was telling Chase early on. I'm like, man, I've been working for myself since 2010, and and during COVID, I had to get a job. You know, and brutal. You know, because we're you know we we we're in the entertainment business, and I'm like, I don't. I I was. The fortunate thing is, I work hard, and I'm. I was like one of the best workers there. I was like mm. the top guy. So. I know how to do that, but I know that I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, your
2: heart's not I've, in that.
0: I have earned this right. And it took a mm. friend there that day going, dude, they're trying to promote you. You need to get the fuck That's out. That's a trap. Yeah, yeah he goes, fuck you fuck need that. to get the fuck out. He takes me fired lunch. Promoted. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, go, because you're getting comfortable. You're getting comfortable with this, mm. this, this. Oh, how and, depressing is that? Yeah. No, it oh, is. And God, the thing the, is, oh, we, we talked sucks about. sucks the soul. Yeah, oh, no, no one oh, understands, man. Brutal dude. People don't understand. Nah. When you do what we do, it's not that everybody out there, I, I commend you for having a, a job and, and being Well, somebody's going to
1: do the responsible e- shit. Exactly. I'm not going to be a nurse, so e- somebody's got to do right? it. Right? Exactly. Otherwise, we're all
0: fucked. We are. So at the end of the day, though, it was one of those things where he, I thank him, and I'll just drop him a text from time to time. Because it was coming out of COVID. He goes, you got to go. Yeah, Like it's starting to open up for you. You got to get out of here. And I forget that, you know, I can I can do one gig and make more than I do an entire month of working at, at, yeah. at a 40-hour-a-week 40, 40 job. How cool is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you stack those on. So anyway, there's that thing. And we're chasing the unknown. And we're chasing that that feeling. There's, yeah. a, there's a high oh, yeah. that we get. Mm-hmm. And there's that. Because I watch some Nuts. of your stuff, man, and you, I have, okay, I got to ask this question. It's is a two-part question because sure. you go into it. Do you have, when you go on set, I have a set, I have a bit that I'm doing, and then you go off when you spot people in the audience? Because I notice you do a lot of crowd work.
1: Yeah, so, so I go into a set, typically speaking, uh, with a, an outline in mind. Okay. Um, and I use crowd work to get in and out of bits, so... If I talk to a couple in the crowd, I'll talk about them and then I'll transition to the jokes I have about me and my wife and again, how she's always been successful and I've always been a screw up. Uh, then I'll also, if I ask them, hey, what kind of work do you do? I'll make jokes about how for 10 years of my life, I literally just quit recently. During the week, I would host karaoke at different bars. Oh, that's why right. We talked about that. So, yeah. so I would, if what I'll do is I'll ask them what they do and then I'll make a joke about how I'm like... I'll make fun of their job, but then I'll be like, who the hell am I to talk? I freaking, you know what I mean? So then I'll do that. It's a lot of in and out. So like I I have like a Halloween joke. I'll ask people, what's your favorite holiday? Screw around with that. Do the Halloween bit. So I just go, I like to go in Ah. and out. Where when I first started, it would be like joke, 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 joke. joke. And I would get so in my head about like, what's, what's my next line? What's my next bit? And I'd be like, my wife would be like, dude, you look robotic. But as I started to mess around with crowd work, I'd get off stage and my, my wife and my friends would be like, oh, the best part is when you get off script, you looked way more comfortable. I was like, well, because I'm more comfortable. And I know that's like the opposite of a lot of comics. It's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah but, yeah. but that's, again, it goes back to the fact that I'm extroverted. I, a room full of people, I have a microphone. I'm not uncomfortable right. talking to a room full of people on a microphone. But do, the only time I've had issues with getting uncomfortable is when I'm like overly trying to memorize a right. script. Because I'm not an actor. Right, like when I did my stupid public access shows, we wouldn't sit down and have a script. We would literally be like, "Okay, we're going to do a goofy commercial for this, uh, whatever, this energy drink that makes you shit out of your ears or whatever." You, we would just be like, "That's the premise, all right," and we would just ad lib the whole time. Right. Like, so, so the the uh, part of stand up of like m- like memorizing and but it, you got to do it. And I do have bits with right. written lines, but but as I talk to people, I get more and more comfortable, and then sometimes. The bits will just come up or, organically. Uh, like it, A lot of times I'll be doing a crowd and somebody will, if I'm not right in Rhode Island, will instantly mock my accent right. from the crowd. And right then I have right a joke about my accent. So now, because they just did that, that launches me into my bit about how I'm from Rhode Island and how I talk and everything. So that's how I like to do my act. That's the, awesome. the weaving in and out. Yeah. Um, so it's more conversational. You know what I mean? I like Uh, that.
0: That's uh, Ben and I are very much the same. We have here's our set. I put a little time in between and because he's my best friend, we're up there and we can we can rip like rip on each other Mm -hmm. and or the room. And I don't care if it's 3000 people or 10,000 people. We're standing there like we're playing to eight people in the room and having fun with them. And getting them to sing along, and and uh, you're not loud enough, and you know, come on. So like, know, like we're all together. We're, we're all in this yeah. little and pulling them in. And one of my favorite singer-songwriters um, from Vertical Rise and Matt, the singer, he watched that happen. And we were playing to five thousand people, and we were the opening act. And I and I invited him up to sing with us. I'm like, we have a song, sounds like an anthem. It's for the city, you know, blah blah blah. If you want to join us, join us. And he. He said he watched this crowd just get this big crowd get smaller and smaller mm. and lean into us. And he goes, I want to be a part of it. Like yeah. the guy doesn't stand in front of thousands of people that are his crowd. So he ended up, I look over and he's on the mic singing with me and I introduced him to the crowd. I'm freaking out, you know, that he actually joined us. And I just met him two minutes before I took the stage. That's Let so him cool. know. He's like, you're one of my favorite singer songwriters. And, um. So it's that, and I love that.
1: I love it, it, having that together. Exactly. On this ride together. Exactly. Now, journey. speaking
0: of ride and journey, right here, comedy bus in Providence. You talked about leaving karaoke because you went to.
1: Yeah. So part yeah. Of so for, for for years now, I would, um, I kind of transitioned from DJing full time, to, doing comedy on the weekends. But I still need to make money during the week, so right. I would do karaoke during the week, comedy on the weekends. And then when this comedy bus thing came along, it like just jumped up my comedy schedule like a ton. Um, basically, a dude at a, a club back home reached out to me. He said, "Hey, this guy that comes in the club all the time, him and his wife, uh, they have this idea for a business of a comedy bus where they do like a tour bus through Providence with comedians." And I thought of you right away. I think you're the perfect fit for it. Uh, can I give him your number? And I said. All right, yeah, I'll meet this guy, but I'm th- comedy. It's like, what the? Oh, I just stepped yeah, on a wire. Right. I'm like comedy on a bus. Like that's, I don't know, man. That sounds fucking crazy. But because I, I've done so many shit shows, and I and I I often work well with chaos. I'm like, right. I know I could do it. It's gonna be tough to book a lot of comics because it's. I mean, I've seen some really good comics eat it on that bus because it's 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 hard because they can get rowdy and it's like right. you're on a moving vehicle. Like comedy clubs are dock and and there's a spotlight on you and everyone's tight for a reason. It's right. to all the focus is on you. I'm on a moving bus with the windows open. You, there's nothing but distractions. Right, all and they're drinking, you're,
0: and you're moving, and, and, and they and all they, brought coolest. They all get to bring their alcohol. Yep. And, so and, it's yeah. it's
1: crazy. So when he, when we met him, his name is Mike. We met up maybe six times before he had even launched, he was going through a lot of the legal things you get to go through with the city and everything. But he right away, he's like, you want to see the bus? And I'm thinking this guy's just got an idea, but he's like, he already had the bus ready to go wow. full sound system, totally like redid the seats, paint, full painted. Every, everything was ready to go. And then, so it, it was a progress, but now we just passed the one year anniversary of the comedy bus. It's been going, people love it. That's love cool. it. It's so packed. how's
0: it work. They, they actually talk about how that works. They, Book a ticket.
1: Yeah, you go on the comedybus.net. There's like a full schedule. You see what dates have availability, how many seats are open. Um, the whole a regular ride is 90 minutes. It's uh, one comic does about 30, 35 minutes on the way to a, a brewery or a bar. We stop there for a half hour. You get back on. A different comic perfor- uh, performs a different route back. Uh, and that's a standard one. Then we do like brunch ones that are longer. We go to two places. You get some breakfast. It's a little more involved. Oh, wow. How yeah. cool. Yeah. So
0: say that, that .com again. Comedy it's uh, bus.
1: ComedyBus.net. I guess ComedyBus.com was taken already, and he had to, they wanted like fucking $12,000. Wow. but dot, He's like, screw it. We'll call it .net. So it's ComedyBus.net. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's been, it's been a huge blessing because at first I was like, I don't know if I want to do comedy on a bus. Like, it, I went from that to like, man, I love this. I can't even imagine... That's not awesome. Doing it, but you, know?
0: you found you found a niche and yeah. then you can go off and do comedy the the comedy clubs but oh, yeah because bike. you're
1: out the buses don't, they don't go that late so you're always out in time to go do a show. That's perfect. Yeah. And
0: you know I I introduced you guys to uh Patty Miracle from from Daytona. Yeah, uh, she's the, cool. Yeah, she texted me today and I told her I had you on the show or I'm having you on the show. She said to say hello. She said I'm bringing him out. She's He's so got to come do my Comedy club, and I didn't know she owned a comedy club. I just call her the mayor of of. Uh, she seems like she Daytona runs. Beach. Shit down she there. does. She's yeah. like the mayor of Daytona Beach. It's no joke, man. We play the third venue, and she just happens to be there. And they walk up to ask us back to play and they look at her and say can can we have them back is that okay with you
1: and i'm like because <laughs> she what runs are you, shit. the
0: mob you know like, who, they, she's got that presence she about does her. she seems
1: like a, such a strong woman yeah. yes
0: and and, she, and owns a, she owns a radio station she owns she's like the rehab lady who rehabs bars or as you say bars. yeah and <laughs> and so it's cool you know it's yeah. a really cool thing so hey Chase, um, uh-huh. on one of the clips I gave you, uh, I I think I found on his Instagram, uh, which is Brad Pierce comedy. Comedian. On, oh, Brad comedian. 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 There yeah. you go. Um, there's uh, there's him on the bus. And play one of those clips. Yeah, you got it, brother. Please, man. I appreciate that.
2: Pull that bad boy up.
0: Dude, I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. And I love having a show like this that I, I met you. I'm like, this guy's got great vibe you know brett said you're a beast and oh, then, thanks man i appreciate it and then me. i text you and i'm like how i should have had you on the show i should have planned it right then when we were sitting there oh this is perfect you know this so is it's, perfect it's cool man thank you all right are you ready yeah
2: let fire Alrighty. away let's see i love the uh contrast of the
1: two birthdays we get this guy and all his <laughs> shit bag friends hanging <laughs> out. On the ceiling, and then this guy was just so glad to be alive. One more year, like this is his big, big day out right there. Like he's gonna do this. He's gonna go buy uh, Twin
2: River, play a couple slots, and he'll be in bed by five. <laughs> the uh, con- that's awesome. So you can see what I mean about the chaos. Yeah. They
1: literally hung a huge dildo from the freaking. See, now it's not always that crazy, but sometimes you get a birthday party. They get a little rowdy, right? Right. So you got to be able to. You know, that's, switch lanes. He like can't just stick to a script on that bus.
0: That's funny. Dude, play. There's another one where not there. Oh, this is even thank better. Thank you so much. Uh, I love you. Come on in. Come on in. It's That's Lena, not for thank me. You Both so are much. from him.
1: Thank you. For you. Thank you. Th- I'm an alcoholic, and thank he's drinking one. high C uh, <laughs> Orange Punch. <I laughs> thank guess. you. Thank you. you.
0: Hey, you got to get on camera. Did you get on camera? I mean, I'll be this, honest. This I'll crack one. I was open with you. Yeah. 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 There we yeah, go. Oh, yeah. This uh is a bartender. <laughs> she has her own show what's your show
2: laughing with Lana
0: laughing with Lana mm-hmm. you have any questions for this fellow comedian here
2: mm.
1: he's he's from Rhode Island
2: what there. joke makes you uncomfortable
1: uh uncom- did I say or somebody else what do you mean by someone that?
2: else would joke about
1: hmm I don't know if they're I I don't know I don't like when people say like overly talk about uh like sperm or like or, or ejaculate, <laughs> like like I would think. Here's the thing, like I and I don't think anything's really off limit, but but when they there's certain words, like I think if you're gonna say a joke that it has that, I think you should use the word splooge. Like I think that's a funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. word, <laughs> but I don't like the word like cum in a joke. Like what it's I s- don't like it. Word, I no,
2: what was your word? Splash. Oh,
1: uh, uh, in German it's a, a spritz. That sounds nice if you just call it that. Which is funny because usually everything they sound so aggressive. Uh, Yeah. Awful. (laughs) You know? Like Spritz, like that doesn't sound. Yeah, well, you know. She's a classy lady. You you spritzed on him? I just spritzed on him. Spritzed on him. That's awesome.
0: Thank you for for the drinks. Don't ask me how I know
1: that. That's so funny. My mother's gonna love this episode. I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the idiot that answered that. I should have came you up with but, but it just came to I uh, I don't like
0: You should have said uh politics. Yeah.
1: Or, <laughs> I just I was like I don't like with certain words that they'll use that I'm like just like man, cuts. Yeah. Like yeah. it cuts wrong to yeah. you. I shouldn't have said that, Because uh, <laughs> my mom's gonna be like, oh let me uh check this out. See what Brad was doing out in Vegas. And she's gonna throw up and be like, Brad, how how could you? <laughs> That's funny. My wife's um, gonna be like that too. Look at you getting spritzed in the studio. I'm gonna hear it from her too now. I couldn't have picked something like I don't like what people talk about waffles or something. <laughs> what the fuck
0: So there's a there's another clip of him um I think it's like fifty five and over show or something like that. Like uh, oh, down in the, Florida. Yeah, Florida. That was in Dude,
1: Florida, all yeah. about 55 community. Yes, yes, yeah. that was
0: yeah. funny.
2: Let me pull that up real fast. Sure, I gotta, sure. What a great how's, audience how's, how's
0: that beer, Chase?
2: You know, it's better than I expected expecting it to be for a Coors Light, you know? Okay, uh, there I, you go. I find it refreshing right uh, now. Me too, you know? All right, let's see. I think I got this here. Let me okay, just pull perfect. this up and pull that audio up, and we should be good to go on here.
1: Prostitute. Prostitute. <laughs>
2: Oh, you got to back that up.
1: That guy is you know, Because he asked him a question. I asked him, what, what would yeah. you buy if you won the lottery? Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to yeah.
2: back. Because okay. Instagram, you just got to let it play over again. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, so uh, you guys should just fill some time for us. Okay. this. Sure. Over 55
1: community, Florida. My friend Mary Ellen is a comedian. That She's from Rhode Island. She went down there to retire. Like all old Rhode Islanders do go to Florida. And she <laughs> runs comedy shows for her little over 55 community. Oh, she wow. She said, oh, come, come do this show. And I, I was like, sure. And man, what a... I, that age is great because they don't give a shit anymore. I love that. I, I was, College kids, you got to worry about getting offended. Over 55 community in Florida, yeah. you could say whatever the hell you want. Yeah. They don't give a shit. College will
0: cancel you. They're yeah. there.
1: They don't I, care at that age. They're my, just half in the grave. They don't give a shit.
0: My radio guy did that. He calls me up and says, Hey, uh, you you want to make me look good? And I went, What's that? How, how do I do this? And he goes, I live in this community. Um, could you come perform? And this was like in April of of the summer, and I went. For you, I will. And I go out there. The show's at noon. It's
1: their, <laughs> it's their lunch. <laughs> it's their
0: lunch. The coolest thing though was the stage was like this cool pavilion. At, you know, like they're they're camping, they're picnicking, they're mm. sitting on the tables. They're people so it's were, like stadium style yeah, seating. Exactly, yeah. and people are being wheeled in and whatever and when I had so much fun and one of the guys walks up to me who was friends he goes did did he tell you who you were coming to play for I said I had an idea I mm. knew who I was coming to play for but I was doing it for him maybe to help him with the ladies I don't know like here you know and this is what I was saying and and he said I loved how you built a bridge from where you were looking the way you do mm. then you built a bridge to these people who they were they got involved. They were mm-hmm. in they were in it. I was doing an acoustic show for them.
1: And I'm sure they appreciated the hell out of so it. So cool. I took yeah. more
0: pictures and signed more, you know, little things for them and heard stories about their first concerts. And they're telling me how they saw mm. Elvis, the Beatles, you know, Jimi Hendrix, like all these cool stories that you wouldn't hear from anybody else. You mm. know, and I left there so Just feeling fulfilled, yeah. You know, like that was worth doing. Isn't that that cool? When
1: you're like, "Oh, this show is probably going to suck," and ends up being awesome. It was
0: great, and it it just it made me feel like, like I did something, you know. And it wasn't it wasn't for the money. It wasn't for any of that. It was I paid the the guitar player who had to come do it because my my guy was like, "I can't," and I'm like, "I'll make it happen." They don't know the difference, you know. Yeah, I'll go out there and we'll have some fun. So. I know that And so play this clip I want to see It, it was funny It made me laugh
1: And here we go my Friend, sir What would you buy If you won the lottery? Prostitute
2: Prostitute <laughs> <laughs> That guy is my hero Like right that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: if I said that, my wife would stab me in the balls. She, she That's would her voice laughing. Oh, really? I can't believe you said you. You get to the stage, you no know one gives a <laughs> She's like, yeah. You know what? I don't want to deal with your old saggy balls anyway Take the. Uh, Thank you. I have getting my fingers crossed. Please win that lot. Get syphilis, Get all kind of real. Who cares? Get at your point, right? Ooh, who cares? Steve. Go, Steve. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> Bang those hookers. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I, and that, see that community feel? They all yeah. know each other. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Steve. <laughs> like, they all know each other. Right. I love that. It was great. It's it was so fun. Cool. It was a, the so, that crowd. So awesome. Yeah, such an awesome crowd.
0: Yeah, I know what I know what you, know what, yeah. you what you connected that, to. That's that so was
1: cool. It's cool because I noticed at the beginning of the clip too. You could hear his southern accent.
0: Oh, at the beginning, I yeah. picked
1: up on it just now. Yeah, because we were we were way down there. Yeah,
0: that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying there was there was another clip because I asked you uh, mm-hmm. you know about a clip. And I told you that you'd have to set it up. I said, "Is there a favorite mm. clip that you have, like that's on your social media or whatnot?" Again, it's uh, Brad Pierce, comedian, uh, on Instagram. Yeah, right? my
1: Instagram and my YouTube. I don't use TikTok a lot, but my TikTok's the same handle. They're all Brad Pierce comedian. Okay. Um. So yeah, this clip was a. Uh, I don't know, like comics always talk about like oh you got to find your voice, find your voice. I really think this was the the night and the set where that happened for me. Yeah. I was about 5 years in and I was doing a a spot at a new talent showcase it's called okay. at Gotham in New York uh, which I got just through a friend. It's all who you know in this business. Of I course. couldn't just walk into Gotham and be like, "Hey, I'm Brad." Like, who the f-? Nobody gives right. a shit. They want to get- I was like 5 years in. I got a connection through my friend Bill. Uh and you know, I drive three and a half to four hours over there with my wife I have to do f- five to six minutes. Oh wow, okay, yeah, so it's yeah. like it's, it's like a day a song. It's yeah. a day. So I'm nervous. It's a very famous club. I'm driving all day with my wife, who I don't want her to see me do bad and drive right. home. Uh, and it's a Tuesday night, but it's a full house. Crowds wow. full. So, you know, I'm nervous and on edge or whatever. And I'm in the back with the other comics. And I hear one of the comics say, oh, did you hear Jim Gaffigan's coming in do a guest spot? And they're all excited. And I'm like, what the fuck? That sucks. <laughs> because, like, I don't want to deal with that extra pressure. Right, right. Like, he's going to come. Who's going to give a shit about me right. when that guy's here? So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm texting my couple of buddies back home. What the fuck am I going to do? Gaffigan's supposed to come in. Which I know now that that's very common in these places. Right. At the time, I didn't realize how common that was. Right. So I said, like, what the fuck? So the shows go, I'm like later in the lineup on the list of comics, and everyone's doing six minutes. Sure enough, I see him in the corner of my eye. I haven't gone up yet, of okay. course. I'm like, I couldn't have just gone up, got it out of the way <laughs> before this asshole out, yeah. shows up. So he's there. I'm texting him, fucking Gaffigan's about to go up. So Gaffigan goes up. He does 20, 30 minutes. Obviously, destroys. Everyone's <laughs> so excited. Oh, my God. Jim Gaffigan's here. What the, <laughs> holy shit. He gets off stage. The host comes out. And says, Isn't this place great? You never know who you're going to see. This place is great. He goes, I got another guest for you jerry seinfeld's in the house jerry seinfeld comes bopping up to the stage i'm like what the fuck i'm so pissed off right i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me i grew up my whole life watching seinfeld my whole fucking life watching that show i've seen every episode a thousand times and now this fucking guy is 20 feet in front of me doing his set and i'm just sitting there just steaming like what the fuck these are the comics. They're all like over there, freaking pleasuring themselves, so excited watching <laughs> these two greats. And I'm losing my mind. I'm so pissed. So I get to a point where I'm texting my friends, and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna do a set. I don't think I don't, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna do any jokes tonight. I'm not gonna do any jokes. And my friends like, ah, fuck it. I guess don't. I'm like, I'm not. What am I gonna do? do? I'm gonna do my joke about my grandmother or about Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and after following two of the best joke writers ever, like, <laughs> right? Who's, who's, no one wants to hear that shit. So when they called me up, I did. So the, the 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 guy who runs the club, Andy, had come up to me and said, "Hey, you can still go up, but we're gonna cut you to four minutes because they ate up so much time." I'm I'm thinking, "Thank God, give me fucking fifty <laughs> seconds. That's fine. I'll go up. I'll say hi. I'm Brad. Good night, everybody." So I'm like, "So the clip I gave you is like a abbreviated version, but I have the on YouTube the full the full set." Okay. Um. And it's on my YouTube. If you just literally just put Brad P.S. Jerry Seinfeld, you could find the full set as 4 4 20 or something like that of uh, of the whole set. But the thing I sent you, I think, was an abbreviated version okay. of my set that night.
0: Do you have that? I do. Th- that's the one. Let's play that, man.
2: Let's see.
1: So I wake up and I got to impress my wife. Oh, we're going to go to New York City and I'm going to perform comedy because I'm a big star. And the- Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan show up. Go <laughs> up before me. I don't have much, guys. Alright? <laughs> I host karaoke for a living. My real life gets more, more laughs than my actual jokes. That's where I'm at. I actually host karaoke. That was not a joke. <laughs> karaoke is like the lowest realm of entertainment. It's like a step below sword swallowing. That is my life. And this was my big day in New York City, and Jerry and Jim the assholes had to leave before I could hit the stage with my amazing jokes about my grandmother, and then they cut my time. Believe it or not, their time is more important up here than mine. I'm sitting over there thinking like, alright, I'm going over my set, my grandmother's a hundred, she's a bitch, that'll be funny. Like, I-, I wanted to come up here and like make some stupid joke about how the sky on this thing reminds me of the scene when the Ghostbusters villain's about to attack, and then the two greatest comedians on earth show up and f up my whole thing grow up watching this guy on TBS because they play his show 6,000 times a <laughs> day. Just to remind me how successful he is and how much of a failure I am. And then he shows up in the building and I to really put it in my face. He's like, I to do my jokes that I've been doing for 47 years. <laughs> biggest show on the internet called Comedians and Costs. Guys, I have a show called Beverages with Brad. It gets like three views and that's just me hitting the refresh button three times. I'm getting the like because my time's up. You guys, I'm sorry to get to hear any of my amazing jokes. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, it's that's like, just like yeah, a how little do you
0: follow. How do you? That's incredible, dude.
1: That, so that's just like a little, like a two minute yeah, breakdown minutes. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I was just like, I'm not gonna go up and do bits. That's that's great. And then um, your energy was so up
0: there though. Like you, you I was were... pissed. Yeah, but it was. just... <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It mm. it 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 resonated. It was like you were in the moment, yeah. sharing with them exactly what's going on and how you felt. I
1: wish I could always be like i strive to be as authentic and in the moment as i was in that specific moment there That's are times awful. when i get there uh I, I, my goal is to always be there right to be that present because in that moment i was just pouring out my heart to this crowd you know what i mean yeah so um but that night really changed things as far as my act my approach and, and all that and and uh you know my friends still we still joke around about it and i, I even have a bit I do about it and how they left and didn't even listen to me and all the shit. I do a whole bit about it. Dude, yeah,
0: it, it gave me chills just now hearing you say that, um, because, you know, we go through you, 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 you had friend who you had a couple of people who mm. pushed you yeah. and, and one told you that this is your path. This is what you needed to do. Then one over here that just signed you up and said, this is what you're doing. You have a month to get ready. Yeah. And then, so, it, you know, in a hero's journey. It's you're stepping across into the unknown. And once you get through the unknown, you find people who are mentoring you along the way. Yeah. And 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 helping you go, you know, go into this unknown area. Was there a mentor in the comic in the comic world? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's definitely been several people that have helped me so much, specifically in comedy. Uh, two two of my really best friends are uh, two comics, great hilarious comics. One is Bill Simus and one is Mike Murray. They uh, they really gave me a chance when it's you know when you start now it's hard to get on real shows or guest mm-hmm. spots and stuff. They they own a company called Funny for Funds, which they do comedy fundraisers. It started in New England, it started to expand outside of New England. It's a comedy fundraising company. All sorts of causes, whether whether it's Little League or someone with cancer bills, okay. either from small to big. Um, but it's such a successful company. So it, it just grows and grows. And, and they, when I was starting out, they'd be like, well, come do a guest spot. Uh, I did Bill's contest early on. He had a contest at the time for Newer Comics. I won that. And he just kept throwing me, well, do a guest spot. All right? Well, do eight minutes tonight. Okay. How about you host and do 10 minutes? And like those guys, Have, I mean, my first year to eight years, I'd say eighty ninety percent of my stage time came from those two guys. and they pay well too. It's wow. hard to get good money in comedy and they pay very well. and uh, they're very professionally they taught me a lot about how to run a successful show. What kind of you should have a good sound system. You should have a stool. here's how the lighting should look. like those guys have mentored me a ton. They've helped me a ton wow. um on the local level. like I said my friend Ed, he lives in Georgia. he really pushed me into doing it uh, on a local level as far as guys I work with. Bill and Mike have, man, they've 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 been huge, huge for my my journey, my my, um, just I mean, look, you need state, you need reps, yeah, you need yeah. stage time. You're exactly. not going to grow without stage time, and oh. those guys have given me so much stage time, and I'm so thankful for that.
0: Are they comedians too? Oh yeah, they're okay. they're both okay.
1: hilarious. Okay, hilarious. That's awesome. And Mike has such a crazy ass story because he was deaf until he was 40, and then he got uh, cochlear implants. He always. Wanted to be a comedian, but it's hard to be a comic. when he can't fucking hear. Right. He got implants, and uh, he can hear now. And like literally, as soon as he got implants, he started doing comedy. So this was all I didn't know him when he was deaf. I met him after he had already been a comedy, a comedian for probably I don't know eight years or something. Wow. Um, but that his story's crazy, and uh, him and Bill are good buddies, and they they have just their acts are very different from each other, but both funny, so they they complement each other well. And those guys have been huge in my in my journey. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah,
0: are, is there Cause you know, like there are people that that you know we look up to that we want to be like that mm. we that are almost like they're mentoring us from afar, mm. from a magazine, from TV. From you said Jerry Seinfeld was somebody that you watched, but is it Yeah, a, I love the show. The yeah, show. You love the show. But yeah, which turns pop?
1: out I love the show because I like Larry David because I'm a, a negative, bitter, neurotic <laughs> person. So. Oh, wow so i was like that's why i was like george george was always my favorite character which as a kid i didn't realize that's larry david but wow. yeah but okay. yeah yeah i love that and then uh yeah as far as like comics that are that way i don't know that i look yeah. up to is that what you're saying uh i mean you gotta just you gotta love patrice neil like his his level of just not giving a shit uh and his his again back to what we we're saying about being authentic and in, mm-hmm. in the moment when you watch his clips and the way he's addressing the audience, it's like so natural and in the moment. So I, obviously he's, man, that guy's legendary. You know what I yeah. mean? That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I just, I guess that's something that I strive to be in that, in the moment, genuine energy, genuinely engaging right? the crowd. Um, and, uh, yeah.
0: What you do outside, I mean, you have Comedy Bus
1: in Providence
0: like, yep. that you do you know quite a bit you can go to comedybus.net and uh but are there you have shows that because you're here in vegas we just met by chance yeah so. yeah
1: i did a couple of shows out here i don't have anything lined up tomorrow yet i'm kind of working on uh i met a dude yesterday he said i hit this dude up so i'm trying to get something tomorrow but then i go back saturday and then i'll Go back to my normal there schedule. I have a private show Sunday in Rhode Island. Very um, cool. Yeah, I don't even remember what it is. I'd forget if it's a birthday party or something. I don't know.
0: Isn't that weird, though? Doing yeah. doing like random things where the the one host or a couple of people know who you are, and you're just thrown in the mix, yeah. and they want you to entertain at a party. Yeah. Or whatever. That's what it is. Like that,
1: that guy Bill was just like, Hey, I, I need you to do a show Sunday. And I don't even remember what it is. My my wife always busts my balls. She's like, Where where are you going? <laughs> where where are you going now? You going where? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's place some messages. She, she, I do a joke about it because she's like, I never know where you're going. Like, you know, you could get killed. Like you could get murdered. And you know who they're gonna they're gonna blame me, because I'm the wife. They're gonna blame me. I'm like, so let me get this straight. So I go to do the show out in the in the New Hampshire in the woods. I get killed. They fucking caught me up. And your concern is you don't want to be questioned by the police. You're not. You're not like, oh my god, I'm so sad that my husband got eaten alive and stabbed to death. She's like, oh, I don't want to be bothered. Like I don't. They're gonna bother me about it. That was a real conversation. The real conversation. Because I do a lot of weird gigs. I. Right. I don't. You know what I mean? I mean, it's freaking New England. I do birthday parties, bachelor parties, do a bus. I do fundraisers. Like I do. But I'll. Hey, wherever you. Ask me to. I'll be there. The I don't care if it's four people. If it's exactly. four people, I'll come do a show for four people. That's I what care. I love.
0: I love that. Uh, I'm trying to get Ben right now. Patty's in town, and and we're her favorite band. And she is like, any chance you could play a few songs for my birthday while I'm out here? It's awesome. And I'm like, Ben, you know, like we got to meet up with her tomorrow, and we got to play some songs. It's I, but i love doing it she'll, she'll be psyched about it for ten thousand. i don't care i love it
1: she'll, cause, and she'll yep. be wicked appreciative of yeah, exactly. it exactly yeah
0: exactly so i know that we got to wrap this up but uh chase any questions for for uh brad
2: you know i was gonna ask uh you ever so you do have you done a show for very few people before oh yeah my yeah. smallest audience is two you know there's something that i do sometimes where like you know if I just happen to know, like that, there's gonna be like just about nobody there, you know. But this might just be like my school outlook, you know. Is like, I'll, I'll, before I go on stage, be like you know, we could all just kind of agree that this performance happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll go home and say it was I, great. I, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I
0: like that, dude. That's you know, funny. That's we, awesome. we could all they, save they, us
2: the time of there being no audience uh, energy, uh, yeah. you know. Like, we, you know,
0: that I, that I did this. You you loved it. I was great uh yeah <laughs> i'll you give each what? of you 10 bucks yeah, like oh, yeah, good I'm you know good. smiling yes yes well dude um i gotta say just thank you for coming out here and doing this with me thank and, you and um if it so what do you see yourself though like is it what's the goal Like oh, man you know
1: somebody asked me this last night and uh my goal as far as comedy and stuff from day one was like i want to i want to get good at comedy not much has changed. I just want to get better at comedy. I love it. I want to get better. Uh I want to you know, come up with more material, get more comfortable with that interwoven natural uh style. Uh more reps, more opportunities. I don't have like something. Like I want to be in the uh, live-action He-Man reboot. Like, I don't want like, to... You know, yeah. Brett Brett did get a, some 80s reboot things, so I like to bust yeah. his balls and be like, wait, wait till you see me in the Care Bears live-action Netflix. <laughs> like, I don't have a thing. Like, I want right. to be in the new Star Wars. Like, I don't... No, I get that. I don't know. Like, I want to get better. I want more opportunities. Like, coming out here and being able to do shows in Vegas, like, yeah, more stuff like that would be great. I like to perform out of my state. Like... Those old people in Florida, that was great. Like, when the hell would I ever see those people? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's fun. I love New England, and I love living in New England, but it's fun to get out and, and meet people like yourself that I wouldn't have met if right. I didn't leave and experience new things. So I just want to keep doing that and try to get better. And whatever. I love it.
0: And you said yes with, without you, – you obviously didn't even look to see that it was, a, a, it was video. You just said yes to me. I'll come to your podcast. That oh, I was love, incredible. I love
1: this shit. You know, I
0: could love it. It could have been in Chase's basement.
1: You know? yeah, this is my basement. <laughs> oh. I definitely would have shaved and uh <laughs> maybe got some makeup. Get, get Lana. Lana. Lana, I need some eye cream and uh some eye spritz. Can make my uh muscles like makeup. <laughs> no, that, I love stuff like this. Nah, love it. Absolutely.
0: Super cool and it's fun. Um I'm I'm trying to think uh like God, before we go, I, I don't want to leave something on the table that I would have asked you. Because um, like you just said, to answering my own question, for me as an artist, I just want to be able to do it every day. Yeah. I want to be able to continue to do it. And when I'm hustling, when I keep putting the energy out there, it just keeps coming in. Yeah, The phone rings so I, I to the point where I have to say no to things because... Mm. There are only so many hours in a day yeah. and, uh, you know, you got to pick one. It's the first one I said yes to that, that gets the gig. And, and I love that. And I love having the opportunity. I said, you know, like I said earlier, I was telling my girl, I was like, man, you know, this it's crazy. Cause I love standing on stage. And I said this today, you pay me for the travel and you pay me for all the other stuff on stage. I do that for free.
1: Yeah. Cause I love doing it. Well, yeah, that's the the crazy thing. is like, I need the money. I, I got to pay bills. It. But like when we we started the beginning of the show, we talked about COVID, I did these outdoor shows that, that were, I didn't get paid for any of them. Right? I did them. Cause I, and it felt amazing yeah. to go do them. Therapeutic. Just to, it was, I that, needed that, to do it. That so yeah. So that's fulfilling. the, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep.
0: Exactly. So before we go, uh, guys, this is Brad Pierce. Uh, uh, if you're listening to Rock Rage Radio, it's Brad Pierce, a comedian on social media, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Um, like I said, Chase has his work cut out for him because he's got to put subtitles underneath everything. <laughs> now we'll just do that on the reels. But it's you're going to have a tough time with that, too.
2: Well, thankfully, we've got editors do that now. So oh, Okay, great. It's yeah, not my problem, right. problem it's anymore. Not your,
0: yeah, that's right. We have interns that do that stuff. So that's really cool. So... Um, but, dude, thank you so much thank for you. being a part of this. I this is blast. so cool. I'll get you back to the strip. We'll we'll, we'll head back that way together. But, um, uh, again, this is Brad Pierce. My name is Brian Hopkins. Chase, the voice, was running yes, sir. the show. Um, it, this show is so new. We're just about, oh, it's like a little over a year that we've been doing this now. And I'm having a blast doing it. Um, I want to thank the sponsors, uh, JPS Computers, S&P Inc., um, We've got Rock Rage Radio out there. Thank you guys for doing that. And then a shout out to our, (laughs) he's going beer. No, uh, a shout out to uh, True Beauty by Trevor. And um, again, my name is Brian Hopkins, Heroes Journey podcast. See you guys.
1: And I believe
0: it's coming. It's coming round to me